Your day has just begun. But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? On 97.5, 1280, The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Hashtag Utah Jazz. No, I think we can definitely make a deep run in the playoffs, and I think we can continue to get better, especially on the defensive end and on the the offensive end. I think we haven't reached our full potential yet, and um, especially when Mike comes back, when when Donovan comes back, you know, I think we'll be a scary team in the playoffs to play against. There's Derek Favors on the big show. Going to get those guys back and be a scary team. Plenty of confidence and optimism right there, PK. Why wouldn't there be? I mean, they've had an excellent – regular season i mean i was listening to anthony davis this morning and we'll get to that in a minute and he's talking about how spirits are still high in the laker locker room and obviously they've had all sorts of issues there and the jazz haven't had near as many and i don't doubt what anthony davis was saying i believe he was saying what he believes to be true so if the lakers have that then certainly the jazz should have that in a high abundance absolutely Jazz with the NBA's best record game in front of the Suns. Jazz have the Nuggets tonight on paper or on what are we? We're not doing going on paper, PK. Paper's 20 cents. On hardwood. On hardwood. <laughs> what are you talking about? Well, this is, this is the best team left on their schedule. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, on paper. Well, just right? no, just by the standings, right? Yep. Doesn't mean that they can't win this comfortably and that they can't lose to somebody who's got a worse record. So you never know about that kind of stuff, but. You look at the standings, this is their last game against a team that is going to be at home for the first round of the playoffs. I think this is going to be a great opportunity because Denver is in a situation where they've had the injuries, too. It's funny, they put on uh, uh, TNT last night that was watching the Laker-Clipper game. They put on injuries, right? Mm-hmm. And for the Jazz, they had Donovan Mitchell. And for the Nuggets, they had uh, Barton and Murray. Okay, Barton... And not Conley. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> and maybe they ran out of space. But if you put in Barton, you bleeping well better put in uh, Conley. I mean, I have no problem putting Murray ahead of Conley as far as what he means to their team for sure. So you look at Denver, and this is their version of what they're going to have. And it's not the full version, but nevertheless, it's the existing version of the team. So they go into Salt Lake and beat the Jazz. That really gives them a confidence boost because their team has been decimated by injury, a significant player, right? Well, if they can beat the Jazz, it gives them a reference point. Sure, it's a serious blow, particularly to the individuals who are out uh, and probably to our team but if we can look back and say hey now the jazz wouldn't be full strength i understand all that but still it's an opportunity for denver to prove something to itself and then i think that i think you said yesterday right if the jazz beat denver tonight then they've clinched a spot they can't be lower than denver yeah that would put them up five games with five to go yeah and and the jazz play three horrific teams down the stretch so i i think if the jazz win this I think they're going to finish in front of the Suns. They're going to have the best record in the NBA. Uh, it, it won't, they won't mathematically clinch it, but yeah, I think I that you. when you look at the schedule, that's how it'll play out. And that's what you said about the um, Suns going into Atlanta, and obviously they you know, ran out of gas on a back-to-back early in the third quarter, and that was that. They lost the game. 
And so given these two teams' schedules down the stretch, you know, if, if, if either of them can just win one or two difficult games, it's going to put them in a great situation. And the Jazz have that opportunity tonight. But Bring the Nuggets, the, Warriors. The, the Nuggets are, yeah, the Jazz have the Warriors later. That could be a problem. No, um, I mean in the playoffs. Oh, you'd see the Warriors as the probable uh, eight seed? Yes. And the Lakers might darn well be the seventh. Now, they'll have that play-in thing. So that could drop I... the Lakers to eight. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the Lakers, well, we'll get the Lakers in a second. Uh, I think the thing to know about the Nuggets is, despite the fact that they've had these horrible injuries, they are 10-2 and two in the last 12 games. Now, so, some of you will hear that and think, oh, man, the Jazz are in for it tonight. And some of you will hear, hey, the Nuggets are due for a loss. You, you shouldn't be this good. You know, so I, I get why you're thinking both those things, and that's why we're all going to watch the game and look forward to it. But the the Nuggets, you just can't give them enough credit for taking that injury to Murray and then later one to Barton, too, and just 10-2 blowing through it. They did lose to the Warriors and the Lakers. Those are the two teams that, that took them down. All right, DJ and PK. Hashtag NBA. Now tries to drive it, fakes the spin, in the lane, steps back, left of the lane, and scores! Huge finish by Doncic. Draymond not happy. Waiting, gives it to Curry. Curry right side for three. Got it. Above the break three. I think Draymond recognizing that Curry's got it going. Batum to Leonard on the outside. Kawhi wants to go to work on Marquise Morris. Crosses over, driving left, all the way to the rim. Lolly contact, doesn't matter. Kawhi Leonard muscles it through. The ankle was fine. So you could let it, it wasn't bothering me. Uh, the locked up pretty bad, so uh, that's feeling a little better now. See how it is tomorrow. That's Anthony Davis. He didn't leave because of the ankle. He left because the back locked up, and he, he played just a few minutes of the start of the game, and he was out. And that's why that, that quote you just gave us, PK, about how much optimism there is in the locker room. And I get if you analyze the Lakers at full strength, it's easy to make them the favorite in the West. But as the injuries drag on week after week and as they just don't seem capable of getting back to full strength, I would think that would really wreck the mood. I mean, you're all geared up. It's the Lakers and the Clippers, and you got AD, and he plays nine minutes. He's two for nine. He scores four points, and he sits down. And they're, and they're down significant already. I think they're down like 10 or something like that. Whoa. So that's brutal. Nine minutes, nine shots. What's he, Jordan Clarkson? Yeah, getting him, getting those. No, he's got zero assists. Jordan's averaging four assists now over the last few weeks. Yeah, I would uh, disagree to an extent that if they're healthy, it's easy to see them as the favorite. Uh, it's definitely likely, but I don't know how easy it is anymore. Well, easy for them to get through the playoffs and win it. I get your point, but I think that. In most people's minds, they will be the favorite if they are healthy. Yeah, but, but it's not easy. Hmm. You don't just automatically go to it. You probably go to it, but I don't think you automatically, without question, oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. I don't think you do that anymore. I mean, here we are. It's gotten too uh, late. Uh, just, yeah, the, the injury's coming back. I mean, we're looking at the Jazz. You know, if these guys can come back healthy. But if the Lakers, well, Lakers have all their guys, boom. I mean, there seems to be some level of inconsistency there. We wonder if the Jazz can reincorporate their two guys, but the Lakers, they come back. But yep, Yeah, absolutely. And it is, uh, if I have that same trepidation about how the Jazz will be, I certainly have to have that trepidation at the Laker level, too. 
And this may prove to be uh, a horrible take, he says, prefacing his potentially horrible take. Ooh, let but, me sit up. <laughs> yeah, ooh, I love it when DJ has horrible takes. <laughs> Time to feast. Chum the waters. The Jazz injuries still feel like they ought to be healthy in time for the playoffs. The hamstring, okay, I'm not as confident in that as I am in the sprained ankle. But he's still got a couple weeks to get. I mean, the playoffs, what are we, uh, 15, 16 days away from the first playoff game? The ankle really ought to be healthy. But a back and with LeBron already having tested his ankle and gone out again. And I saw his ankle injury. His ankle injury was weirder and nastier. You know, bending it inside as opposed to rolling it outside. Uh, there's lots of sports you play. You've seen people roll ankles. You probably, you may have even seen it in baseball or softball. You've certainly seen it in basketball, volleyball if you've played it. it the inside, just it just looks nastier. And now he's tried it out, and it hasn't worked, and he's gone back to the sideline. I don't know. I don't know that he's going to be 100%. Clippers, by the way, then just roll over the Lakers. So that became an, the game became an afterthought there. 118-94, easy win for the Clippers as the Clippers and Nuggets battle for the third and fourth seeds in the NBA playoffs here in the Western Conference. So those two locked up. Plenty at stake for Denver in that game tonight. Uh, The other highlights you heard, the Mavericks beat the Nets 113-109. The Nets' defensive issues rearing their head at the end of the game. They they led going to the fourth quarter, but the Mavericks took a seven-point lead, and the Nets were hitting big shots down the stretch, but they could not get stops. And the Mavericks hold on and win the game, 113-109. Luka Doncic, 24 points, 10 rebounds. Dallas picking up a win. And now, Dallas is the five seed. Do you have more confidence in anything else as far as where a team's going to be seated in the playoffs in the West right now? Then the Nuggets or the Mavericks at five? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. They're a game up on the Lakers who are shorthanded. They're a game up on the Blazers. And I think well, I think the Mavericks are better than the Blazers. I think you think that too. And they're six games behind fourth place. So it really looks like the Mavs ought to settle into that fifth spot. Well, I think the Warriors at eight. Half game in front of uh, the Grizzlies. Yeah, they'll hold yeah. them off. I think so, yes. Yeah. Indiana Pacers suspended former Jazz player and current Pacers assistant coach Greg Foster. Uh, they find their center. Gogo Bataza. I can't say his name. Bataza. Yak, help me out. I tried to find a pronunciation. I couldn't yeah. find one. So. Well, those two are going at it. and got caught on camera on the court a, uh, a night ago. Team said no further details about the incident or punishment would be released. They called it an internal team matter. Even though Greg's now, on the court. Greg's now cracking on players. That, yeah, it wasn't that internal, right? Uh, Greg's now cracking on players who uh, aren't focused and aren't dialed in. Uh, how rich is the irony there? You don't think that's what Foster was as a player? That was, I think, what drove Jerry Sloan nuts about him. Really? I, don't yes. know, I honestly don't remember. Yeah. Had some talent, and he could help, and he played. I think he was with the team four years. And he could shoot it. Uh, you know, he didn't shoot as many three, so he wasn't doing that. But he could step out to 17 feet and all that. But not blocking out here or there, messing up defensive stuff. Yeah, yeah, well, maybe that's out. why, though. Uh, maybe now he gets it. Yeah. I mean, and the player told him to shut the F up as because he made a three. Sit he gave up a driving else, right yeah. down the layup. Uh, he played up no defense whatsoever. I've watched it 20 times now. And so Foster jumps him. He comes down, hits a three, tells Foster to shut the F up. What do you expect Foster to do? Just sit there? DJ and PK.
Hashtag NFL. He's conflicted because this man loves to play the game of football. This man loves to be a Green Bay Packer. And this man truly sees um, careers. He's watched friends leave. He watched Brett Favre's career um, towards the end. He's watched all these things play out in front of his eyes. He's taken notes throughout his entire career. He's seen um, some situations that, that didn't feel um, were done or, or finished the way that they could or should have. And he's just trying to take his own destiny within his own hands. And to that effect, I actually admire him because not many players in the NFL have that opportunity. I sure as heck didn't. Uh, I, I played until everybody told me you can't play anymore, and it's a humbling feeling. And Aaron Rodgers has an opportunity to try and you know, take a little bit of that power back. Green Bay Packer fullback John Kuhn right there telling CBS Sports Radio. He's been in conversation with Aaron Rodgers about Rodgers' reported rift with the Packers. So that's where it sits on the daily update. You feel like you're watching a soap opera right now, PK? Yeah, can you take your destiny into your hands? Isn't your destiny in your destiny and it's going to happen irregardless? Irregardless. But you don't want to accept that it's your destiny. You want to change it. But you don't know if what it is. If you it's true in your it. destiny, you can't change it. But if right, it's just something that could or couldn't happen, some people might consider it your destiny. But Aaron doesn't consider it his destiny. Well, we'll just have to look forward to What are we, um, first week of May here? So we still have uh, over two months before camp starts, right? Yep. Time for plenty of updates on the soap opera. Yeah, you guys give me a call tomorrow. Keep me abreast, okay? Because it's Saturday. Going to skip it. Going to take the day off. I'll call you on the sixth hole. Okay. Detroit Lions have decided that Frank Ragnow's destiny is to get a $54 million contract extension. 54 mil over the next four years. He's 24 years old. Fourth season as a starter, drafted in the first round out of Arkansas in 2018. And he is living the dream, PK. Highest paid center in the NFL. So he must have entered uh, college at 17. Or he played three years. Right, 17, 18, 19. I don't know when his birthday falls. He could have gotten out of 21. Then, yep. This would be his fourth year. He might be turning 25 in a couple months. Well, good for him, man. I mean, you got to make as much money as you can. You're playing the uh, position where you're getting smacked every single play, obviously. So uh, that's great news for for this young man and his family, for sure. Pro Football Hall of Fame is forming a behavioral health program seeking to address the mental and behavioral health of current and former athletes and their players. The program announced Thursday in Canton, Ohio. is supported by Hall of Famers like Ronnie Lott, Steve Atwater, Brian Dawkins, Andre Reid, Tim Brown. So, stepping up there to help a lot of former players. I suspect some of those guys, no teammates who either uh, did have issues or are having issues, I would guess. But it's a lot of big names stepping up there. Sure. DJ and PK. Hashtag college football. College football team is going to be required to hold at least seven padless practices during the preseason. The number of contact practices will be reduced from 21 to 18 under changes proposed by the NCAA's Oversight Committee. Football Oversight Committee proposal goes to Division I Council for approval this month. It's expected to pass and go into effect next season. Think it's going to have any impact, PK, or if it's everybody going from 21 to 18, what does it matter? People maybe are just having more of these practices because uh, they could, and you got to do something to fill the time, and guys are getting paid a lot of money, and they're 
trying to cross every T, dot every I, solve every problem, coach up every kid. What do you mean? I don't, I don't understand your this question. Is it, losing these three paddles practices, is it going to lead to worse football? Or were the extra paddles practices really not making that big a difference? Well, I th- I'm not sure. I think you're going to have some coaches, I don't know that they could say it publicly, but they're going to have somebody who's going to say, why don't we just play touch football and yeah. get it over with? Yeah. You know, we're going to get we're going to get to that point. Seven, uh, it's interesting because you end up having a fair amount as the season progresses. But at the start, you know, usually everybody's healthy, ready to go. But as the season wears on, they end up uh, reducing contact because there's a lot of it during the season and injuries and whatnot. So, uh, you know, maybe it could help. Uh, I guess it's it's not an individual basis because obviously there's plenty of players now who are in their 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, went through two-a-days and smacked each other all the time, and then they're fine. And yet there's others who have uh, to the point of the ultimate injury. Uh, so I, I can't say a blanket statement one way or the other because it's affecting individuals dramatically and radically different. Texas linebacker Jake Ellinger, younger brother of former Lions quarterback, or Longhorns quarterback Sam Ellinger, was found dead yesterday in off-campus housing. No cause of death released. Police said the death was not considered suspicious. He'd been seen celebrating with his brother just days ago when the Colts drafted his brother in the sixth round in the NFL draft. Uh, Their father died in 2013 during a triathlon in San Francisco. He had a heart attack at the age of 46 and died on the triathlon course. Well, 20 years old and not suspicious. I mean, it screams one thing. And yeah. It's just awful. Yep, it does. Uh, Kevin Kelly is one of the most successful high school football coaches in the country, well-known for his unique approach uh, because he never punts, and he almost always onsides kick. Uh, he's jumping from high school to college, Presbyterian College, according to reports, would be the head coach there. Analytics, PK. Analytics say don't punt. Go for it on fourth down. You could get it, and you'll go down and score. And if you get stopped, oh, you might have given up the score anyway. And you might get the stop anyway and get a three and out. It's an interesting strategy. It's really different, but I wouldn't mind seeing somebody at a higher level experiment with it. Maybe well, not a my things, team. Two things. Uh, I don't know about the onside kick. I think the percentages are extremely low on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the punting, yeah. Uh, there's been times that punts just I'm thinking, what are you doing? Why not give it a shot? Uh, if you if you are a wild underdog and you, you punt on your 45-yard line and then the other team gets the ball on their 20, say, and then two plays, they're right where you would be anyway if you wouldn't have gotten the first down. That, that seems stupid, so... It'll be fun to see. Uh, I don't know what uh, Presbyterian, I don't follow Presbyterian, so you'll have to keep me abreast of how they do. But, you know, I've heard of this guy, so sure, why not? Give it a shot. The most aggressive fourth down gambler I've seen was Gary Croton. And that first year when he had Luke Staley, you know, fourth and one and fourth and two, they just didn't punt. <laughs> it was so rare because Staley's averaging, you just know he's going to get four or five yards. And so they kept running the option and running him, and they converted a lot of first downs. And I would think as these offenses get more high-powered, that there ought to be 
you know, you got all these analysts. You got to be able to put together, you know, four or five plays that you just know are going to get three to five yards. Just run it up the middle, man. Run it up the middle. (laughs) Probably need to be a little more varied than that in your attack, but I get your point. We're tougher than you. DJ and PK. Hashtag Major League Baseball. McCormick's going the 3-2, and Altuve drives this one deep to left field. It sends back Frazier at the wall, looking up. See you later! Jose Altuve with a go-ahead three-run homer. Astros lead it 5-3. Now a high fly ball hit by Duval. Going back at the fence and looking up at the AutoNation sign and unable to make the play. The ball is out of here into AutoNation Alley. And on the first pitch, a big ball out to right center field. And that one ain't coming back. Joey Otani with the home run right there. The Angels, uh, well, the Angels game kind of overshadowed, I guess, with Albert Pujols. 41 years old, final year of a 10-year, $240 million contract. And they're letting him go, PK, designating him for assignment. Is it all over, or will someone pick him up? He hasn't been hitting much lately. Production's dropping off big time. 41 years old, as you said, yeah. Uh, I don't know what the uh, contract situation is, how much they would have to take on that versus what the Angels, obviously, are on uh, obligation for. Uh, there's talk, uh, you know, obviously the, the, the DH in the American League uh, or Cincinnati with losing uh, Votto, where we talked about where he had a fracture mm-hmm. something or other yesterday. Oh. Uh, and so yeah, he's going to play first base. And so obviously uh, our man Pujols, that's what he plays. But he's 41. Uh, somewhat sad in, in that, uh, you know, he's got the st- statistics to be a slam dunker as far as the uh, Hall of Fame, and there's just no question about it. Uh, so he's been, and he's been, he adopted two kids with Down syndrome, both of them. So obviously his work off the field has just been impressive. Uh, so his resume as far as Hall of Fame is just absolutely phenomenal. Uh, superstar. But he, he just wasn't getting it done, and the Angels got to try to win. And they got Shohei Tani. And this Jared Walsh kid is like a 39th-round pick and sort of come out of nowhere. And it's been playing very, very well. So you can see what the Angels were thinking. Now, they took some heat. Well, why couldn't you just let them stay on the team the rest of the season and then retire, blah, 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 as opposed this is a big-time embarrassment. But this is the way it often happens with legends. You know, if they don't get out early, they end up uh, having, having a decline. It's just a what level of decline. Angels lost the game to Tampa Bay, uh, and they got swept in the four-game series, 8-3 the final score, and they are now four games under five hundred, last right. in the West. So I, I think yeah. teams are carrying so many pitchers these days. You know, they used to carry nine or ten. You had 15 or 16 position guys on the roster. And so you could have a guy, uh, you know, kind of stashed at the end of the bench. He could pinch hit, spot play, and all that, and basically you could kind of bury him and ignore him. But now teams are carrying – at least 11, some teams carrying uh, 12 or 13 pitchers. And so you really can't hide a position guy the same way anymore. You, you really need him to play and produce. Sure. 
Jose Altuve, 31st birthday, hits a go-ahead three-run homer. Astros beat the Yankees 7-4. I would think that would feel pretty good. You're a small guy. People are looking at you in the, in the middle of this cheating scandal. And Yaka was earlier in the series playing the, the fans uh, chanting stuff at the Astros. So I'm thinking that three-run homer felt pretty good. I mean, it would in, under any circumstances, but especially in New York with the Yankee fans riding you hard. Uh, I would agree. What is Trending brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. There's no job too big or too small. Get the personal touch with Shamrock Plumbing. Call them at 801-295-1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. Coming up, we've got Craig. No, we do David not have Locke. Craig Bolajak. We have David Locke coming up. And then Ben Golliver, national NBA writer for the Washington Post and the author of Bubble Ball. David Locke at 830. Ben Golliver at 9 o'clock. Coming up next, the question of the day. Stay with us, DJ and PK. It's 97.5. The Big Show show. with Jake Scott and Gordon Monson. Derek Favors with us, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. So, Derek, 48 and 18 at this point. Is this about what you thought this team was capable of? And in addition to that, do you think this team is capable of going deep into the playoffs, contending for a title for real? No, I think we can definitely make a deep run in the playoffs, and I think we can continue to get better, especially on the defensive end and on the offensive end. I think we haven't reached our full potential yet, especially when Mike comes back, when, when Donovan comes back. You know, I think we'll be a scary team in the playoffs. Catch The Big Show weekdays from 2 to 7. Presented by Big O Tires. The team you trust. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Homie, the real estate company that's saving jazz fans thousands of dollars in commissions, has found yet another way to give back. At the end of the season, 17 lucky winners will get their own jazz locker to raid. I'm talking, they get to keep whatever's inside. You don't know what it could be. It could be shoes, shorts, jerseys, you name it. Winners will be selected each month until the end of the season, guaranteeing them one of the players' lockers plus a jazz prize pack consisting of homie and jazz swag. Enter at homie.com slash jazz for your chance to win. Everyone is talking about the crazy Utah real estate market. What they should be talking about is the historically low mortgage rates from Golden West Credit Union. Whether you're buying, building, or refinancing, the mortgage experts at your local Golden West branch will find the perfect loan for your needs with the best financing available. Get today's rates and apply online in minutes at GWCU.org. Golden West Credit Union. Equal housing lender. NMLS number 440574. We'll take care of you. Built Bar. Unbelievably healthy. Ridiculously delicious. Everybody's favorite protein bar. Built Bar. With 100% chocolate on every bar. The only debate? What's your favorite flavor? For me, it's mint brownie or orange. For my buddies peanut butter or carrot cake and they also mention coconut almond tastes like an almond joy find out for yourself at builtbar.com and get 20 percent off everybody's favorite protein bar with a promo code zone 20 percent off with a promo code zone whether your car has small tires big tires tires that go fast tires with extra grip or tires that just get you from here to there they can be an unexpected expense don't wait any longer at big o tires we have no credit needed financing available so no matter your budget no matter matter your situation we have the lowest prices on every kind of tire every day with multiple lending partners our financing is tailored to you don't wait another day take advantage of our no credit needed financing only at big o tires
Hey, this is Dr. Williams, board-certified physician with Pulse Medical Clinic. Did you know 40% of men over 40 have erectile dysfunction, and it's only getting worse? It may feel like nothing works. Heck, the little blue pill is almost 25 years old now. It's time for something new that works. We specialize in acoustic wave therapy with greater than 80% success rate. You'll get the recommended twice-a-week treatments at a price.